This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and yeah. confinement. My name's Will Hood and this week's no interview is with Harry. Harry is 25 years old and at the time of recording this, he had just been released from prison about three months earlier after serving a sentence in excess of 11 years. Good morning, Harry. Hello, mate. How you doing? Good. I hadn't met Harry before, but as you'll hear, he's committed to sharing his truth and talks eloquently about his love for making the music that helped him get through such a long sentence at such a young age. I also managed to wake him up, so it was good of him to take the call and to humour me whilst we found our rhythm. So, uh, were you doing anything exciting until uh, the small hours of the morning? Well, I was talking on the phone to someone and then, then I started um, writing a verse. Okay, there's something about that time at night in there when actually inspiration can hit in a way that you don't doesn't happen at lunchtime, let's say, or, or in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. Well, look, let's. I've been, in, I've been in my cell at all different times. Oh, I thought we were doing this fucking interview. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, this is it. Oh, 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 this oh, is happening. This is happening right now. I thought you were about to say, let's start. No, no, this is happening. You are, you are being interviewed right now. Okay. So when you said yeah. you got eleven, you didn't serve eleven. That was your sentence, or or how, is, how did that yeah, work? No, yeah, I served, I served over eleven. You served over eleven. Wow, that's a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, depends on um, what you're comparing it to, but yeah. yeah, I suppose so. And and how old are you, mate? Now twenty-five. You're twenty-five, right? For someone that had already done uh, quite a bit of time then, by by that point, what difference did uh, having a kind of musical outlet for your day and for your brain, what, what difference did it make? For me, when I, when I first heard about it, actually, I remember now, I was working in the laundry. Okay. And, and, I, and um, I, was, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there now, I'm just going to I'm just gonna rap. And so I walked in there and I remember Spectre saying, oh, well, let's hear what you can do then. So I just took it. And then I said, I said, so who are you? And he goes, oh, I'm the manager. So I went, oh yeah. So then I, I just started, I just started um, rapping one song um, that I had for uh, a cappella, and I just dropped the mic and walked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what what tune was that? That was a tune that you had written yourself. Yeah, that was just like I started writing probably when I got sentenced. Okay. And okay I, so how old were you when you got sentenced then? Fourteen. Fourteen, right. And so, and that, there was, uh, at that point, that's when you started writing music. Yeah, I did that start. I started then, that was sort of my way of, I suppose, being able to express it. Um, how I felt, I suppose, which is weird, because, I mean, before before I went to prison, I remember, like, I always listened to music. I sort of always, like, wanted to do it. And then, obviously, when, that, when I got sentenced, that was my sort of push push the start but I've always 
been fading in and fading out and sad writing because trying to get the instrumentals is, is extremely hard so yeah and uh, and by that you you mean like beats on out. cds and that type yeah, of thing. yeah 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 instrumentals yeah so beats and stuff so it's curious to me that it sounds like and, and correct me if i'm wrong but like you've grown musically during the, your whole sentence experience i mean that that is the story yeah, of your you grow in life as well. yeah so that that tune that you performed can mm. you can you do it for me now can you do it off the top of your head probably what if i remember the photo yeah I'm pride in myself, I've got pride in myself All I ever really wanted was my pride and some wealth Now I'm locked up with guys in the cell Getting stressed out I'm a brother sipping Henny with my boys getting sessed out Chilling with some girls, a baby girl, get your breasts out Now I wake up with four walls, pill screws, it's a mess now I've been locked up in cages for ages Still working for wages, same prices, newspapers Like fuck all these haters, be back on the radio Listening to changes, but shit never changes These politician pedos still driving their ranges And the newspapers still keeping them nameless and shameless I mean it's shameful I've been living that hard life, it's painful I seen a look in my mum's eyes, it's painful But we were brought up in the gutter like the drain food Where I smoke sweet trees, no maple And it's real old school cable You can't comprehend, you're unable I'm surrounded by fools, able yeah, I said, you know what I mean? I come gel, hit the gym, and I'm just trying to get clean. And people wait and take showers when I'm trying to get clean. And I was always taught, never talk and say what you've seen. So I never say what I've seen. Stay sad, Mr. Bean. Chicks, cats, collect cream. Swag looking so supreme. Know a couple of Aki brothers looking for their mate Dean. I'm missing freedom greatly lately. Nothing like Freddy, but I'm wishing I could break free. Knocking on death's door, like, come on then, take me. Forgive me for my sins. I'm a believer. I was young, I made mistakes, but I changed up in fever. All I wanted was a beamer. Now I'm in myself, thinking all I really wanted with my freedom. Like, oh man, it's hard, man. I'm scarred, man. But the worst fucking part was a proper mom's heart. I'm trying to make amends, but I don't know whether to start. So, forgive me for my sins, or forgive me for my part. Yeah. That's fucking great, man. That's uh, that's really, that's really full on. Your your storytelling about prison life, right? I mean, that's what I'm getting from that. There's a lot of references to um, to you being in a cage, um, you know, and what have you. And also, rather touchingly, you mentioned your mum more than once. So being so young when you went in. That must have yeah. had a, a big effect on you and your family, right? I mean, tell me a little bit yeah, about yeah. that if you if you're all right telling me about that. But what what did well what what did your mum think? I mean, how um how does that affect a, a family like that? Right, sort of lost there, like that you've lost sort of baby because I am just a kid. Yeah, so I was a kid. So I'm a sort of, uh, child and stuff and. So I don't know. I can, I can imagine. I can't say how she felt because I didn't feel it for her. I felt it. I felt it. For, but I can imagine she would have felt um, that part of her was missing, right? So yeah. I mean, I'm um, I'm older, right? I'm I'm 42 this year. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. we're always kids in our parents' eyes, right? Do you know what of I mean? Of course, yeah. But for me. What, what hurt me the most is I didn't really care. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really care about me having to serve time in prison because I, I I knew I knew that I could do that 
that's fine. But what I couldn't do, all I could do, but what I didn't, what did eat me the most out of everything was the fact that by the time I get out, my mum was going to be older. Well, like, it might it might even be to the point where I've only got a few years left. That's how that's what was ate me when 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 I was thinking about it. Even ever since I was fourteen, fifteen. On the day-to-day reality of you dealing with an eleven-year sentence, what did music mean to you as a as a way to get through that? Like the actual physical time, but also, I suppose, with your brain, like your mental health. Originally, I was in the prison for for children. Right. Before you were old enough to go to juvenile, if you got a long sentence, you sort of go before you're 15, 16. So I was there until I got 15. Um, and I remember I'd be writing and stuff, and then I was just going to write what I felt. You know, I was just going to, it was just going to come out. It, I remember every time I'd write a line, it'd spur me to write the next one. And then once I finished, I'd be happy. And then um, that's that's how I got to write songs. Oh, and then you'd show it to somebody, would you? Or you'd tell it to somebody? Yeah, I'd show it to, yeah, I'd show it to somebody in security unit, the staff, the staff members. I suppose because you were kids, man, so they looked at you differently. Um, you called them by their first name and everything. And most of them were quite cool. And they'd okay. bring you in, like, copied CDs and, like... So, so I just like say it to them, but not all of it. Sometimes I keep it to myself because I, I didn't really want to show everyone. You know, it just had to come out really, rather than what was coming out. I wasn't thinking about doing anything with it. I was just thinking it was just something I loved. That was the only thing in my life that I do and that I got good feelings from, and I wanted to carry on doing it. That's the only ever thing in my life. Nothing else. There's been nothing else that that that's, that I've loved more. The tune that you sent me sounds great, right? The production on that is really, um, really great. Tell me about that tune. Where did that come back? That tune, I I just I wrote that recently, man, because uh, at the minute everyone's writing these drill drill tunes, yeah. And I know most of them. I know it's not really good content what they're talking about and what they're saying isn't really positive. But what they're doing is positive because it's preventing them doing what they're saying. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do one, it's, called, it's going to be factual, but the, the lyrics themselves, no one can deny that some of the lyrics in there, I invite my lyrics, do you know what I mean? Okay, so that yeah. let, let's get into that, right, because uh, I think that's a really fascinating um, idea, and one that means something to me. That idea that the music maker or the songwriter has a responsibility to tell the truth, Dig away at that for me. Explain to me what you mean that you're not lying. Don't get me wrong. Music is creative, and it? It's an art form. Everything you say is completely true, right? But music generally does come from experience. That is often how you learn how to write. Because uh, when I was growing up, I'd always hear people go, uh, like, not, not so much my adults, but when I was inside, they are going to listen to them, that's fake, that's fake. So I was always conscious about writing things that were fake. If you come out, yeah, and you're chatting rubbish from the start, and people will say, oh, no, he's not real, he's not real. That's why sometimes when I was writing, all throughout my sentence when I was writing, and people say this stuff, I don't believe what they're saying. But I always then thought, oh, people ain't going to believe what I'm saying, so I always used to stick to the facts and stuff. But then it limits you, it does limit you. But the thing is with writing, you could, like, even poetry, you can take a piece of writing 
that means something to you and means something to a million people, but it's not the same mm. for all of you. It's actually all different, in fact, and it's actually all unique. And that's the beauty of art and writing and music. It's the fact that it can you can be so, 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 so different yet still relate. Yeah, okay. You've put your finger on something there, haven't you? So I, I kind of like this idea that once you've written a song and you've released it, that it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to all the interpretations that other people put on it. So if, they, if they depend on what it is, obviously, it's still like a sad song or something about love. Everyone everyone has a different opinion of love and how, what love is and, and, and how they feel. Do you know what I mean? That song... Someone might look at you and go, that ain't love me. So I, I, my content is more about um, my, my life, probably a little bit before, but more so in jail, but in the style of the drill and drill beat, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's um, biographical, again, it, it's the story of your life in jail. If you are reporting about what's going on, and you're sharing it. It's not the same as glamorizing, is it? I mean, I, I, what do you think about that? That is what. That's where it's come from. That's how it's all started. How can you knock a man or knock a woman for performing something when you've subjected them to them like that life? When when you put them in that life, the only reason why he's 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 doing what he's done or he's been where he's been is because of the way he's been living. And the only reason he's living there and it's like that is because of the way the world is. So you can't then go judge him for now speaking about it and say, because he's sneaking about it, it's glamorizing it. Like when you look on the news and they start talking about um, terrorism, all, all the crimes that they talk about on the news, will you tell me that they're glamorizing it because they're showing it? Yeah, I think that's a really good well, point. talking about it. In that case, turn off all the channels. Everything's glamorized. We are being manipulated on a daily basis, yeah, through what we see and hear subconsciously and consciously. But they want to pick and choose what is right and what is wrong. Some uh, people have grown up in their dads, their dads or mums are crackheads. You're not going to understand that from down in Nabi. You're going to understand that from, 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 from the streets. Yeah. And it's clearly not for a middle-class majority white audience um no but, but the problem is as it gets bigger it now becomes art you don't have to live that life you just have to be able to do that music so because people what people don't realize is we grow up in that we grow up in the streets where we've seen these things and seen these things are just natural but to them they only see that shit in films so for them that's like wow so they become fascinated with it and that's what they don't want probably yeah but that's not that's not our fault and then you have to ask what music does for people. Music helps people socially. It helped me socially. It helped me understand. It helped me communicate. It helped me. It helped me under, uh, learn. It helped me express myself. It also helped me to understand me because it, it allowed me to to think and and not just not just music or poetry everything. So it, it enabled me to think deeply and understand things. So music in itself is so much more powerful. Than, than any content it's the actual thing about doing it creating it thinking about it thinking the words words wording, the, the, the meanings for words definitions and I'm not just talking about music I'm talking about writing I'm talking about all of that stuff here all of that is what enabled me to be able to communicate and understand socially as well as I can 
what's the what's the future for you what, musically but also personally what, what are your hopes and dreams for for what happens next for me personally just take this slow just earn a bit of dough where i can and um hopefully my, my real dreams would be to do music if i'm being honest but i understand there's so much involved in it it's in the music industry it's not just about making music and putting it out there there's so much that's in, that involves as well um, but ideally it would be like to, to make music and stuff and, and, and that'd be my my sole purpose but you know I won't be my hopes or anything man thanks so much for your time yeah okay good sweet alright good luck with it all thank you Take it easy. Bye. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.